What is going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. And we're here with episode 11 of Gaming and Chill. That's right, we made double digits and the same digit. Hey. So, what'd you think of last week? I thought it was good. Good, good. Play any good games, watch any good movies, read any good comics? Uh, always on good comics. Um, I've been watching Gravity Falls on Hulu. Oh, okay. And I've been, well, I've played Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on my Wii U. Good, good. Been playing a lot of the Lego Force Awakens, which I'll talk about later. And, uh, watching a lot of House on Netflix. I don't know, I've been re-watching it a lot. House is really good. Yeah. So, speaking of Netflix. Right. I did want to give you some things that I'm actually kind of, actually, you had the list. Sorry, I have We both share a list. Yeah. Uh, apparently new to Netflix this month, all three Back to the Future movies, and all four Lethal Weapon movies, and Gladiator. I'm excited for Gladiator. There was a huge list up on IGN, right? but I was just reading it going, not exciting, not exciting, not exciting. Ooh, Back to the Future. I've only seen the first one. And that and was like years ago. I was like, Lethal Weapon? Sure, I'll watch a Mel Gibson uh, Mel Gibson movie before he became anti-Semitic. Yeah. And an alcoholic. Yeah. So I was like, cool. And then I love Gladiator. Oh, yeah. If it's uh, on television, I'll be like, nope. We should tell Mom that Gladiator's going to find that on Netflix so that there's no excuse not to watch it. <laughs> I like Gladiator. It's yes. um, very powerful. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I was, like I said, there was a list just huge bunch of new netflix originals which i always love i gotta be honest when they're like new netflix original i'm like another thing to watch like i still haven't watched a single episode of is of uh, orange is the new black it's really good is it uh i finished the latest season it's always like one of those shows that like it'll be playing and i'll go do something then i'll come back and i'll be super intense i'm just like well i'm sitting here for the next eight hours and uh kate mulligrew is in it Kate Mulligrew. Catherine Janeway on Voyager. Oh! She plays, uh, like, a matriarchal Russian, and she's awesome. Well, great. You don't have any excuse not to watch it. <laughs> right. I like Captain Janeway. Yes. So, yeah, but, but a bunch of the rest of it was just things I hadn't heard of, had no desire to even watch. Right. I don't know. I feel like July is just kind of a weak month. Well, I mean, it's a month that... People are going on vacation. That's so true. don't drop all your cool shows. Yeah. So, we'll see where it goes. Drop all the cool shows close to the end of summer. So that way, when people come back from vacation, they're broke, and just be like, Hey, new Netflix! And then you spend, you know, hours watching Netflix. Huh. I would have never really thought about it. Let's see if it... What do you think? August, September. Um, late August. Okay. So, at the beginning of August, we'll see... Because well, they, they, they always publish the list for the whole month. Right. Before, the, like, right at the beginning of the month. Yes. So we'll see if it'll, if the, anything interesting pops out. Right. So, uh, in other gaming news, before we go and talk about our big subjects, um, if you were worried about Final Fantasy XV and how it's going to look, I would urge you not to worry. I was on, uh, I get a lot of my news, uh, love it or hate it, I get it from IGN. Right. I mean, they're big, they're big news. I gotta give a shout out. They did a great job with E3 and everything. Oh, yeah. So they're on top of the ball. They published an article about the food of Final Fantasy. And I was, before I was 
get before work one morning. I was like, oh, this looks stupid. The food of Final Fantasy. Right. Ponder that. I swear I could show you pictures of the food in, from the in-game. Oh, from Final Fantasy 15. From Final just, Fantasy 15. I was thinking of all the Final Fantasies. Oh, like, my bad. Like uh, the poisoned water of Doma. <laughs> Ooh, uh, the <clears throat> The dinner with Emperor Gestalt. From Final Fantasy Six. Yep. And that's about all the meals I can really like meal meals. But in this in Final Fantasy fifteen, they released an idea for a the um a mechanic. Right. And they released pictures of the after effects. Right. They're mixing Final Fantasy and like the Tales game, like Tales of Fantasia, Tales of Symphonia. That's where, where cooking actually provides you a benefit. And right. it's and you can get better at it. So you and it affects. So you're basically on a f- camping trip with friends. Is the joke, right? Right. You go, and that night you set up camp. Right. You eat and you go to bed. Whatever food you ate, it carries benefits into the next day. Nice. Whether it's poison resistance, more HP, more MP, that sort of thing. Right. So you can get better at cooking more elaborate meals using rare ingredients. And they showed some pictures of it. I kid you not, if I had taken them off the website or, you know, just pulled up the picture so you couldn't see that it was IGN, you would think I was showing you some sort of restaurant photo. Something you'd see in, like, Iron Chef. Yeah. Something Which, by, hey, by the way, uh, I found a really cool playlist on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's the old uh, Iron Chef Japan. Ooh. And, uh, and it is dubbed. Nice. So I've been watching that. Nice. Fukuizan. <laughs> yeah, Soto. <laughs> it's a risotto. Stop it. Um, but yeah, I was like, I looked at that and I was like, this is really exciting. The fact that they're not just like, we're changing the magic mechanics. We're changing the way fighting is done. It's like, hey guys, we're adding cooking. Right. So you know how you obsessively gather ingredients for... Creating weapons or creating other things. Yeah, prepare to make food. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, because other otherwise, it's just kind of static of, oh, they set up camp, they went to sleep, they woke up. Whereas right. This is like, they set up camp, they, you know, thought laboriously for 20 minutes of, all right. What's going to happen tomorrow? I, I'm headed, supposed to head towards this fire temple and fight this fire boss. I better give myself some fire resistance. Oh, crap. There wasn't a boss there. Now I gotta go to the ice place. Well, bugger. Right. So that I'm excited about that. I mean, I've been excited about the game for a it, long time Is it anyway. just a PS4 exclusive? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Cool. Um, so you can get it on Xbox, and I'm really trying to decide whether or not I'm going to get it on PS4 or Xbox. Is it going to be? Can you? Is there multiplayer connectivity? That's what I got to find out. That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna be the, like the major decider. If it's online multiplayer, Xbox. If it's not, I might go PS4, but I might just do Xbox just because the controller's a little little bigger. Feels nicer in your hands to hold it for like right seven hours straight. Yeah, so that's just a personal thing. Um, any game that I like, okay, I can't play online, but I can play co-op. I'm gonna get it for PS4, so I don't have to buy a second Xbox controller. It makes sense. So yeah, so I'm super pumped about the game, seeing where they're gonna go. Right, it's supposed to come out in September, unless it's been pushed back, which. Probably you know will. how these things go. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to come out the same time as No Man's Sky. Uh, actually, that's going to come out at the end of August, so you're about right. Yeah. Uh, 
I think this month Pokemon Go is being released. Mm-hmm. Did you get your wristband or not pre-ordered? yet? I need to go do that. I already have mine pre-ordered. Nice. Mom has her hers pre-ordered. No. Everybody tells me I need to go do it, but I'm like, every it's time like, I go to the store, I forget to do it, and go, I'm like, go on Amazon. I don't. I don't pre-order things on Amazon. I generally pre-order things from GameStop. That way, I can just go pick it up. Uh, I order things on Amazon mainly because I'm in entirely too lazy so i buy my comic books online oh there you go because then i just get shipped directly to my house i throw myself on the couch and read comic books no that's not i don't have to go Uh, i gotta go pick up my my orders at the shop then i have to get in the store meanwhile like aquaman's like read me read me yeah 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 i know i probably need to do it but yeah geez yeah so uh what else you got uh, Viz Media has picked up the Dragon Ball Super manga. This so, is a great show. Yes, I have watched the show. Uh, it's gonna be at least a year, so it's it's been out at least a year, so it's finally getting some books done. Yeah. I was watching, um, when I used to work at somewhere else that I won't name. Right. Um, I used to watch a lot of anime. Um, and Dragon Ball Super was one of them. Every Saturday night, I'd watch Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Because it would just publish. Yeah. It wasn't on Crunchyroll yet, because I hadn't really fully embraced Crunchyroll. Right. And it was always subtitled and everything, which was fine, because I couldn't have the sound on anyway. Yeah. But uh, it, I actually got out of it for a little while, because they were still going through Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Oh. They were telling it from a different perspective, so it's like, I've already seen this. Seen this? Think, oh, I've seen Resurrection F, not Battle of How Gods. How was that? Oh, it was actually really good. Uh, Gold Frieza. I know. I know. I need to I, I didn't watch Battle of Gods because at the heart of it, it was like Boo was throwing a fit because he didn't get pudding or something like no, that. No! Wrong! False! Beerus is throwing a fit because he didn't get pudding because Boo ate it all. Oh, that's right. Actually, it's really cool. Um, I mean, there's a couple awesome scenes where... Uh, Goku? Vegeta's beating up. Do you mind spoilers? No, go it's ahead. A, it's an old. It's an older movie. Kelly's already spoiled it for me. A lot okay. for me. That's how I know that I thought it was Boo Eats Pudding. No, that's, you've been given some bad information. I could have swapped it. So, um, Vegeta's beating up Beerus, right. the god, just god of destruction. Right. And Vegeta's not winning. No. And basically, Bulma, in her ever infinite wisdom, it's her birthday. She's turning. Uh, She's <laughs> age old. Um, and she walks up to Beerus, the god of destruction, and goes, How rude are you to interrupt my birthday party? And Beerus walks over and slaps her. Right. Which, you know, in, in the Dragon Ball context, it's like, Oh, someone, dude. Someone just slapped someone. It's like, a, Yeah, but it's like, Dude, you slapped Bulma, who's never been involved in a fight in Dragon Ball Z. In Dragon Ball, yes. Yeah. Vegeta <laughs> loses. No, no, no. Me. But it's also one of those, you slapped pretty much, other than someone who is actually weaker than Krillin, right. when you were just fighting one of the strongest creatures on the planet, Vegeta. Oh, and that's her, that's his wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you did guess it right. Vegeta just loses it. Just gets stronger and just starts beating Beerus up. Still not successfully because Beerus is the god of destruction. Right. But it ultimately shows 
that Vegeta, deep down in his hate-filled heart, loves, loves Bulma. I really want to get the pink shirt that he has that says bad guy on the back. <laughs> nice. Uh, in Resurrection F, mm-hmm. there's a scene where I think it's Bulma gives Beerus pizza. Oh, God. And he's like, what is this stringy, oozy substance? And Weiss just walks behind him and goes, it's cheese. <laughs> Weiss. Watch- Weiss. Uh, his protector. Whis. Whis. Whis as in whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheese. <laughs> I'll have to show you that YouTube video later. Nice. I'll tweet that that uh, video. Nice. It's cheese. I had to watch that like 20 times. Just because the way it's just like, it sounded so monotone and like angry. It's like, it's cheese. <laughs> nice. I really feel like they should definitely get some of the guys who voiced, uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yes. To go voice side characters. Like, hey, you know what? Because, like, honestly, sometimes watching... They keep the fan base and the culture going. Right. Because, you know, between the end of Z and... Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super, because we aren't going to talk about that one thing. Yeah. Uh, But actually, it was still fairly decent. Yeah, GT. All right. Are we talking about Dragon Dragon Ball Z Kai? All right, let's just face it. Dragon Ball Z and all of its, you know, functions is a lot like pizza. Even when it's st- not great, it's still pretty dang good. Yeah. I mean, if you said you get to watch either Twilight or you get to watch Dragon Ball Z Kai, I'd be like, Kai, Kai. any day. Yeah. Would you rather be kicked by a wild Mustang or watch GT? GT. Well, my biggest issue with Kai, Dragon Ball Z Kai, it was just a redubbing of Dragon Ball Z done terribly. Yeah. So, I'm like, well, if Dragon Ball Z Kai exists, Dragon Ball exists, Kai just cut out a lot of, like, all the screaming and powering up and 30 minutes of going, ah, that sort of thing, which is what Dragon Ball Z is. But it made it... It made it accessible for people who've never watched it before. Right, because it was always that five-minute, last time on Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Z. Yeah, and so it's one of those, like, oh, if I'm going to introduce someone to Dragon Ball, like, let's say your daughter grows up. I hope my daughter grows yeah, up. Yeah, only, and she wants to watch Dragon Ball Z. You didn't, like, finish. <laughs> I wouldn't start her on Dragon Ball Z. I would. I would start her on Kai the first season. Where it's the uh, Vegeta, the Saiyan arc. Because the Saiyan arc is incredibly slow to start a series. I don't know. I think I'd rather just go with the Dragon Ball Z approach and just say this is, you know. But then after, like, it takes about five, six episodes for Raditz to die. Which is still okay. Which There's is still a okay. lot of stuff. When you think about it, here's the way Dragon Ball was meant to be watched. Right. One episode every week right if you watch it in long strings like we did right we when you have the marathon mode on the dvds you sit there and go let's be honest if we take the nostalgia out of it dragon ball z is not groundbreaking no it's great but it's not groundbreaking the writing's not amazing it's very it's very cliche of like i want to take something back I'm showing you, you know, let's say your wife goes out on vacation. No, not vacation, but like women's retreat for a Got weekend. It. And you and I are just hanging out and, you know, your kid is running around screaming. I wouldn't show her Dragon Ball Z Kai or even Z. 
this is going to sound heretical, I would show her GT. Because it is the story of a granddaughter, in this case daughter, hanging out with her dad and saving the world. More or less... You're talking about... Um, Pan. Pan, got yeah. it. In a sense, it's like, this is a story for kind of... This is a story for you. Because, you know, she gets to hang out with her grandpa, which is now a kid, though. True. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that, it's that nostalgia of, okay, I get to watch this and relive through Goku. You get to see this brand new thing through Pan. True. And it's like, oh, you want to know about Goku, do you, child? Let me show you Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now you get the story of Goku. And that would be awesome. That's not a bad idea. But, yeah. you know. Now all we, got, now all we gotta do is get your wife on a retreat. <laughs> right. <laughs> when your daughter's, like, sentient and can watch Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, I was, I was looking at that going, you know, that's how Dragon Ball is meant to be watched. Yeah. One episode at a time. I mean, if you really think about it, other than, like, Netflix original shows, no show is meant to be binged. Except for maybe Arrested Development. Yeah. Arrested Development always deserves to be housed. Well, there are some shows that are so interconnected, like Dragon Ball Z, that it's they don't fine. have they have a giant arc over time. Yeah. But like other shows like I don't know, I've been watching Tokyo Ghoul yet lately. Anime is really good about watching it in chunks. Yeah. From the late nineties on. Like, There's the early like Pokemon. Let's Pokemon, just say. Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, you can, like, it feels so long to watch that out because, like, it takes three episodes to do one duel. Yeah. And there, it's going turn by turn by turn. And it's not just, like... And recapping. And recap. Yeah. yeah. And so, you gotta watch that, like, one every day. Whereas, like, something like uh, Tokyo Ghoul or uh, Fairy Tale. Yeah. You can watch back to back to back to back. Because it doesn't give you that last time on... And will Goku beat Frieza? Will Planet Namek blow up? Find out next, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Z. Yeah, so yeah. Sort of thing. yeah, I mean, when you really think about it, that show is really only about 20 minutes long. Five minute intro, five minute outro. Yeah, and like 30 minutes of screaming. Yeah, yeah. so. And you know. 100% reason to remember the name. Right. So I did have something that was not in the notes because I wanted to surprise you. Okay, surprise you might me. not know it. Right. You might do. You might know it because I, I probably don't know it. Okay, I know you're not a huge fan of the Flash. You absolutely hate him. <sighs> you're no, right. you love him. <laughs> I love the Flash. Flash is the most important character in DC, right? Flash's mom is the most important character. Why? It sounds like you're setting me up for a joke. No. Because he went back to save his mom and literally destroyed the universe. He went back and righted it. He literally had to make sure his mom got killed. Everything went right. So got it. <laughs> Flash's mom is the most important person. Huh. It's not Martha Wayne. It's not Martha Kent. It's not <laughs> Jor-El. It's not Martha Allen. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nora Allen. Weird. All of our moms are named Martha. Martha. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Have you heard anything about Flash Season 3? Yes. I know what's going to happen. And I'm scared and a little excited. Do you know who's supposed to be joining the cast? Supergirl. No. Who? Tom Felton. Tom Felton? Draco Malfoy. Yeah, right. Who's he going to play? <laughs> He's going to be playing like an investigator. 
I like that idea. Who has to piece together, like, he's not quite sure that the Flash is all he says he is. Right. So he's joining and he's like, hmm, this Flash guy doesn't seem pretty cool. Well, if you really think about it, nobody has real reason to believe that. Because every time Barry's been around, yeah, also Zoom and uh, Reverse Flash has been around. Let's see. We have one color blur saving us and one color blur making our lives a living screaming of this i'm sure the flash is a good guy though <laughs> i read that and i was like oh my gosh tom felton draco malfoy is, is joining us getting the flash yeah and i was like all right and i was oh, like yeah. i was like i don't know if doug knows what if they introduced him as uh as, as draco malfoy yeah, as draco malfoy and everyone's just like holy crap it's draco malfoy <laughs> hi mate I don't know why he turned into <laughs> Cockney British, but, you know, I... Oh, I coughed no, It's a flash! <laughs> oh, it's a flash! There he is, he is! <laughs> and with that, everybody who was in, in Europe just made a Brexit. <laughs> made a Brexit, yeah. I had to do it. We're not going to talk about it, but I had to make the joke. Yep. So, yeah, I was super excited about hearing that, because I've been catching up on Flash Season 2. Hey, we um, Just finished where uh, Starlight... Where, uh... I'll say, don't give me episode names. Tell no. Me. He just finished, uh, fighting Starlight. And, like, Harrison Wells from Earth 2 came through. And he's uh... like, I'm a good guy! And I'm like, you may be a good guy, but you're still a jerk. Yeah, you're still... You crazy. may, queer quotes, be a good guy, but you're still a complete jerk to everyone. Yep. So I'm just waiting for... I have this strong feeling, and you probably know, that Jay Garrick is something bad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to see what uh, Wally West get. Wait, do you know about Wally West? No, stop spoiling things for me. <laughs> well, let me let me dig out my comics and talk to you about Wally West. <laughs> let me tell you about the fastest man alive. It's not Wally. Barry Allen. <laughs> Wally West. Hello, have, do you have a moment to talk about the fastest man alive? Barry Allen? <laughs> No, sir, we only believe in Zoom in this house. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, I'd like to talk to you about our Lord and Savior, The Flash. <laughs> what? Was it uh, Guy Gardner turns into Space Jesus? <laughs> no, he literally becomes, he gets the white ring and brings people back to life. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard about the white ring. It's yeah. like all the... White lanterns. All, no, all the, I thought, what wasn't the white lanterns created by all the... All the other Lantern Corps coming together and was like, look guys, we gotta come up with something. I don't know. Maybe that's a chance to read more comics. <laughs> I, I've heard as much. Like, uh, there's also a Black Lantern. <gasps> yeah, there is. Death. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Oh, Black um, Black Lantern brings death. White Lantern brings life. So. No. Can the same person wield both rings? Um, I, I giveth death, I bringeth life. I want to say it was one of the lanterns. Hal Jordan had red and green at the same time. Well, I mean, I'm saying literally opposite. You Life know, and I, death. I don't honestly know. And can one person wield multiple rings? Yeah, I just told you that. No, 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 no. I mean, like the same. We're talking like Infinity Gun, like wearing all the rings. Um, I would be impressed. He'd be the Rainbow Lantern. Surprise! <laughs> Boom, and he's just like creates care bears. Everybody's like, "Oh God, the blindingness! What is wrong with you?" And he's well, like, I "Guess we're I'm... not gonna have a flood anytime soon." 
Are we going to be angry or are we going to be filled with hope or courage or love or despair? Or I got all day, man. That's how Rainbow Road was created. It's fun. It's filled with death. And despair. The lackatoos bring life. There, there we go. Headcanon. Uh, one Lantern had all the rings, created Rainbow Road, and, you know, racers play on it, including Mario. Boom. Mario's in the DC universe. Well played. Well played. You're welcome. So anyway, you have a you have an Xbox, right? Uh, I mean, last I checked, I mean, I could get if I get home and my Xbox is gone, then no, I then don't no, have I don't. <laughs> but uh, right now, it's Schrodinger's Xbox. Right. You both do and don't have an Xbox. Yes. Got it. Uh, my the free games for this month are for Xbox One is the Banner Saga Two and Tumblestone, and the Xbox Three Sixty is Rainbow Six Vegas Two and Tron Evolution. Daft Punk the movie. Yeah. Um, you gonna get them? You gonna get the Banner Saga and Tumblestone? I don't know what they are. I might get them just to see what they are. See, I, see, I don't want to fill up my terabyte. My thing is, is I can add them to my library and then not, and then not play them. them. Yeah. That's what I do with PlayStation games. And speaking of PlayStation games. Right. For PS4, the, uh, the PlayStation Plus free games for this month. For PS4, you can get Fury... And Saints Row, Gat Outta Hell. Right. For PS3, you can get Call of Juarez, Bound in Blood, and Fat Princess. And for the Vita, if you still own one, go sell it at GameStop. That's the official word. No, wait. Um, it's Orika Orshika Tainted Bloodlines and Prince of Persia Revelation. Right. So go sell it to GameStop. Get some credit, man. Yeah. Go buy something else. I actually still... I tried to sell mine. Right. And they're like, do you have the charging cable? And I'm like, no, not with me. No. Right. You need to have that. We need to sell it. And I'm sitting there going, I wonder how much it would cost me to buy one. Buy one, turn around, and sell it. Yeah. I've but done I, that before. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I have the charging cable somewhere around the house. It's somewhere. somewhere. But yeah, I was like, okay, fine. So I'm actually um, <clears throat> kind of excited on some level. Uh, Saints Row, got out of hell. Have you played any of the other Saints Rows? I played Saints Row 3. Nice. The newest one. I was like, it's over the top. Oh, I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, it's absolutely way over the top. My wife's like, ugh. Isn't Burt Reynolds in it? Um, Burt Reynolds may be indeed be in it. There's just a lot of things just wrong with, it. Wrong with that game. It's... It's like the more obnoxious neon-colored cousin of GTA V, and GTA V is fairly toned down. Um, GTA V is really good. Well, GTA V Online's way better. Um, the storyline, eh, it's just about gangs, and I'm like, eh, I just want to drive around with my friends and yeah, you know, shoot things and steal cars. That's it. Yeah, go play golf. Right. Do you know how long I played golf on that game? Uh, probably about as long as I did. Too long. Yeah. So. So what game came out this week that you've been playing, Derek? Uh, way too much of Lego Force Awakens. I actually only picked it up on Thursday. Right. And um, it's got some good parts. That's the uh, storyline, Derek. It's the exact same as Force Awakens. So we know that Rey is, in fact, Luke's daughter. Um, no. <laughs> That'd be great if the Lego game... The actually... Lego game spoils it. That would be great. Like a Burger King Happy Meal toy. Right. That would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> what? I'll take the 
I'll take the double spoiler burger. <laughs> right? I'll take the Ray is Luke's daughter meal. What? That'd be great. It's just like a spo- this, the double spoiler burger. You open up the lid and it's just like, Jar Jar Banks is a Sith Lord. Well, I'm done. <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore. Dang it. And is a good guy. Pretending to be a bad guy. Who is a good guy? He's With a, a good, question mark. He's a good guy pretending to be a bad guy who's pretending to be a good, good guy. guy so he can be a good guy. Yes. It's like... And he's also the... He's, he's also the model of a modern major general. Does he have information both... Animal... And vegetable? Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um... <laughs> Butchered! Right. So anyway... Um, there are a lot of good things about it. It's got over 200 characters. Right. But much like any other Lego game, like you need five. Five. five of them are useful. Right. It's like, you got Luke. You got, you know, Han Solo and Princess Leia and Rey and Poe. And you've got Imperial Pilot. Cool. And you're like... Cool. Is and you, BB-8 in it? BB-8 is in it. That's cool. You get C-3P. All the main headliners. But then you get like random bounty hunters that you're like they were in the movie yeah it's much like if lego force awaken or if lego game had come out right after empire strikes back right and you got the unknown bounty hunter boba fett you'd be like that's cool and all but he's not really that cool right it's like he wasn't even given a name in the in the movie. He was the jerk that kid that got Han Solo. I don't want to play him. Now we're just like, he's cool. I don't want to play him. Right, but it's like you get an unnamed goons, and it's like you when you play free play, you're given like a selection of like needs like eight characters. Right. Never once is any of those characters ever chosen. It's like you've got the all star cast, and that's it. And you got the B team. Right. It's like. Luke for your Jedi powers and Vader, Kylo Ren for your Sith powers. Then you have the Gunk droid, and you're just like, and then you've got like BB-8, Princess Leia. All of them have their own issue, right? And it's like I never need any more outside of these eight. Yeah. And rest assured, you'll never get anyone outside those other eight because who really wants to play as Kanja Club Sniper? Which is an actual character. You have to pay 75,000 studs just to play as, just to buy and go, I will never, never play as this character. Can ever. you create your own character? You can. Um, so there's cu- the multiple custom characters, right. and the custom character slot somewhat decides which p- extra powers they have. So, oh. like, if you create customer character F, he may be able to Wheel the open horse. up. First order doors. Okay. So it's kind of interesting that way. I don't do the whole custom character thing just because there's 200 characters that I already don't play as 194 of them. So why would I create more characters that I won't play as? Yeah. That makes when sense I have to switch to someone else just to have a certain power. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really good that way. Um, It is faithful to the story. Um, Sometimes, you know, like, you, they create... Some Lego games create side stories, and you're like, this is terrible. Actually, none of the Lego games have oh. I thought was terrible. Except maybe Lego Harry Potter. Lego Harry Potter was great. It was confusing in Hogwarts. Um, you're, Then you'd be confused in this game, because there is one, two, three, four hub worlds. But that makes sense, and 
the world doesn't move. Hogwarts, you have to have certain powers to get around. Mm. From what I was watching, it's like, Jakku, it's mostly open world, yeah, but certain doors. Whereas this is like, you have to have this ability and this ability to even get through this, like, world. Yeah. I don't know, I like Lego Harry Potter, but sometimes they add, like, extra story elements, and it's just like, eh. But this one was very... How's the humor in it? You know what? It is humorous. I do say it is not nearly as funny as the originals. How about uh, Lego Jurassic World? Um, I didn't play Lego Jurassic World. Oh, it was great. My biggest issue with that, they have voice lines. Which sounds like it wouldn't be a terrible thing. Oh, it's a terrible thing. Getting to hear Daisy Ridley tell you, you read lines. But it's, it's like... Is, is her lines funny or is it directly from the movie? They're all... Like, most of them are directly from the movie. Oh, see, then that's not cool. Like, there are a f- few, like, Stormtrooper voices... They're like, oh, I wish I'd brought a blaster. What did you bring? I brought a skillet so I could make a fried egg. And it's like, that's funny, but it's like... That's ultimately not needed. Well, it's ultimately missable. If you're not paying attention, you miss it. Yeah. So there's a a lot of humor in it, but I feel like the old ones are funnier when, you know, you've got Lego characters going, uh, uh, they're just not really making, they're not vocalizing. Is that because we played the original Lego games? When they're in the trilogy editions. Maybe. And so, they had a lot more characters to work with and storylines and... Yeah. You could make it longer, whereas this is just like, this is The Force Awakens. This is one game. Yeah. That may be This it. is a two-hour movie. Yeah. And it was not a long game. Ten chapters plus sides. Little, like, side... Words. When I say side extra missions, they're like... They happen within the universe, but they don't try to tack onto the Force Awakens. They're like, "Hey, remember that time Admiral Akbar was kidnapped and Poe Dameron had to go save him?" And you're like, "No, but I want to know." Yeah, they're not absolutely mission vital. They're like, "Hey, just you want to go do some gold stud collecting? You, you want to play as Poe Dameron and feel like an ace pilot? Right? Let's do that." Um, so that was really cool, and the new mechanics are awesome. What new mechanics are there? They have the shootout. Right. Um, so that's kind of cool. Like you get ducked behind cover and you just hit R L two and then R two to fire. Right. So it's kind of that cool cover mechanic. Yeah. Um, but I'll actually have more to say about it in here in a few minutes. Cause there's actually some thoughts I had on it. Right. And then there's 3d flight, 3d flight, which is also awesome. Uh, more thoughts on that one later as well. Is it like battlefront? Um, yeah, actually. And then they have, um, multi builds. Which is my least favorite of all the new mechanics. What's multi-build? Multi-builds is, you know how like in the original Lego games, when you had hopping bricks and you could build them. Right. Now you can build them one of multiple ways. It's like, you hit the circle button and it's like, okay, great. And you, you can hit, build a shield. You can, you can build a shield over here, a trampoline over here. And it's like, cool, And you, but you don't know what's mission vital. Right. So if sometimes, I the first time I threw one of the levels... I accidentally built something that was mission vital, and it ended the mission. So I couldn't rebuild what else I could build. Oh. So it was like, you built something that was absolutely critical, and now you can't go back and build what's not to go get that collectible. So you remember how you were at the end of the level? Go back. Yeah. So on some levels, it's like, I like the multi-build idea. I don't like the way it was implemented. They should have given you like a little color emblem that says, this is the story mission. Right. So that way you know, okay, I'm in a speed, I'm in like, you know, a speeder bike race, I'm going to get a, I'm going to build a bike. Right. Like a little bring, bring, And there are, there are some puzzles where you have to multi-build the same thing, so you break, you break it, 
So, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. You multi-build a pump. Right. You step on the pump multiple times and fill up a canister. You break down the multi-build and rebuild it so you can move the canister, right? Right. So you do that. You move the canister. You break it again and build it in a third item, which then is able to spray the water and put out a fire. Right. This is actually like level one, uh, technically episode or chapter one. So it's multi-build using... It's one multi-build, right? With multiple parts. With multiple parts to solve one puzzle. Right. Put out the fire. I like it in that sense. So I wish that things that aren't mission vital were not multi-build. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you can build over here. Go get this collectible. Multi-builds are always puzzle relevant. That would have been my thing, but still it was rather well done. Because considering the fact that you have multiple builds and you interact with them differently. Right. So that was that cool. Those are my positives. I mean, it's a Lego game. It's not bad. Yeah. I've never played a bad now, Lego game. Now, my negatives are Lego Dimensions was not great. The story it. was eh. The, the fact that you had to break out 50 characters all right, was also The storyline eh. was eh, but I like the fact that you could play in Lord of the Rings and do all this. The, well, for me, the levels were too long. It just felt like they kept going and going. The story missions? Go. Yeah. I, I all like, the missions felt like you just kept going. I like the story missions. Because you, for me, it was like you were solving one movie with one level chapter. Yeah. So it's like all of Wizard of Oz here. And it's like... Break it down, please. Like, I want to do the Yellow Brick Road. Even if you break it in half. I want to do Yellow Brick Road. Boom. And then I want to go do the Witch's Castle. Not both in the same level. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Ghostbusters was really long. It's like, oh, yeah. Go do the hotel. Okay. Go to this other place. Okay. Go over to here. And it's like, too long, guys. Break it in parts. Yeah. Give it so... Because if you quit in the middle, you have to go back to the beginning. Oh, yeah. So... That's that's my thoughts, but Force Awakens does it perfectly, where it's like one scene, boom, one scene, boom, boom. like a whole level is built upon Jakku before right. Poe Dameron is kidnapped. Because I assume because Lego Force, it's because it's Force Awakens. If I talk about what happens in the game, it's not really spoiling anything because we've already all seen the movie. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Shame on you. Um, shame. Right. My biggest Shame. issues were not issues in as much. And I do say issues lightly. They're more like gripes. Right. It's like 13 years of I've been playing Lego games right. and this is what needs to change. Right. I mean, it's still a good game. Let me put it that way. It's like pizza. Um, the new mechanics, right. the shootout and all, they stop feeling special. Really? Every episode has at least one of them in it. It's Every a- episode has a shootout or 3D Flight. The multi-build, I'm not even counting. The multi-build, I'm fine with, because it's still building. Yeah. You'd still do it regardless. Yeah. But it's like every episode has, or every chapter, has a shootout, and it's like, we don't need a shootout, or a 3D Flight, where it's like, we didn't have a shootout, so we have a 3D Flight, and you can have both. And it's like, okay, guys, it's it stopped feeling special right. a little while ago, because Every chapter had one. I feel you. Every chapter has 3D flight. That is basically shoot down 10 TIE fighters. Great. Shoot down 10, 3, 4, oh, what is it? Elite TIE fighters. Special forces. Okay. Go do this. It's like, guys, I just... You, you want to have... Yeah, it's like, this isn't special anymore. I really... 
I want it to be, but it's not anymore. Yeah. So that's my biggest gripe, right? The other issue I have is probably a PS4 issue. It crashes. Crashes. All the time? Not all the time. I haven't had it crash today. Right. But what it'll do is it'll go, hey, bro, I can't read it anymore. And it actually corrupted my data at one point. I had already finished the prologue and chapter one. Right. And it was like, oh, nope, crashed. And it corrupted my save. Okay, at least it just corrupts that save, not everything on your hard drive. Right. It corrupts your save, and you're like, ah. Oh. So now I have to go through story mode of the prologue and chapter one. Right. And feel happy about it. So it's like, that was my thing. It might be just a PS4 issue, so I'm not going to attribute it to the game. Right. But I just do want to say, if you're on PS4, back up your save constantly. After you finish an episode or chapter... Whatever you want to go copy your save over to your cloud storage. That way it'll save you some heartache when you're like near the end of the game. And if it crashes while it's saving, you're screwed. If it crashes otherwise, you're fine. Right. So it's crashed multiple times, only corrupted once right Right. now. That's cool. Otherwise, I'd be rather irritated at the game and I would have not finished it already. Right. So really, all in all, go get it. It's a Lego game. You can't go wrong. Go get it right now. 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 Nice. Yeah. Uh, I still have not got it yet. You need to. You need to get it on... What do you need to get it on? Let's see. I know James has it on Xbox. You have it on PS4. I might get it on the Wii. Nice. Just so that way we have all the three major consoles. Nice. I like it. Yes. Cool. So what do you got? Uh, well, I recently wanted to start talking about the DC comic book universe. That's right. Because we brought... Well, we didn't bring you on just to cover comics. But... We brought you on. You're like, hey, I do more comic books. And I'm like, awesome. And we're wanting to cover more comic books, manga sort of thing. Like, things a typical shut-in likes. Yeah. So, like, things that we like. Um, You know, the recent purchases I got that are old mm-hmm. are the Batman Court of Owls trilogy, which is Batman the Court of Owls. What is that? City of Owls. Or have you started reading Death it? Death of the Family. Have you started reading it? I read only one issue of Court of Owls. And that was the issue you got me when I didn't yet live in Louisville. And I also got Superman Red Sun, uh, which is fantastic. It's fun to see Comrade Superman, and then after Stalin dies, becomes President Superman. Nice. So, I'm really happy with it. I've been slowly going through Superman Red Sun. So, we'll cover that eventually one day, huh? Oh, we'll cover it eventually. Like I said, it's an older comic, so it's not like I'm going to be spoiling anything. It's just like, it's a collected edition. I just wanted to get it to read it. And it's, if you haven't read it, don't know what it is, go read it. Go read it. Right. It's Superman lands 12 hours later in Soviet Russia and becomes, you know, leader of the communists. Cool. And you have President Lex Luthor. So if we're not covering Court of Owls or Family of Owls or Hoot of Owls or Sweet of Owls or Hoot Sweet, whatever. Right. What are we going to cover? DC Universe Rebirth. Okay. What is that? Well, how does it differ from the New 52? New 52? New 52 was them just saying, okay, well, here's the storyline as it stands, and we're going to go from here. So It's more like me telling you, Derek, you are now married, and you have three kids, and you live in New York. And that's just how it is. So is it like, here's Superman on Earth 45. He lives. What it is, and this is still, there's still some goings on that I don't know, because it hasn't been revealed. But it has something to do with the Watchmen from the Watchmen 
graphic novel. Really? <coughs> yes. Because now there's a collision of the pre-52 and the new 52 universes. There's two Supermans. One's pre-52, one's new 52. One of them's dead, I forget which one it is. But there's also a Clark Kent that has no powers. Whoa. Yeah. So there's three? There's three Clark Kents, basically. There's two Clark Kents alive and two Supermen. And Lex Luthor's one of the Supermen. Is a Superman. Because he has a mech suit with a giant S on the front. Nice. It pretty much all kicks off when Wally West comes back from this mysterious void he was in. The time, the Speed Force. So this is the new 52. Or are no. we talking about Rebirth now? Rebirth. Okay. Rebirth isn't so much a reboot as a... Alright guys, this is the story so far, but... Here's some things that are going to change because we realize that's really stupid. Wally West comes back to life and everyone has their memory triggered of him. But, you know, he just goes and touches them and they get their memories back. Except for his wife. His Clearly. wife can't remember him. Superman, one of the Superman, lives in Smallville with Lois Lane and their son, John Kent. Who now has powers and accidentally kills the family cat. Which Whoops. is like one of those like, whoa... Storylines. Whiskers. Whiskers. No. no, like the cat, the, the kid, John Kent and the cat are playing in the field and a hawk comes out and grabs the cat. And John Kent's like, leave Whiskers alone. And like fries the bird and the cat with his vision. <laughs> and you just see the little like collar hit the ground. He just picks up the collar and starts crying. It's really, it's, it's one of those like, this is so awesome. It's kind of hilarious. It's sad at the same time. Yeah. It's Whiskers. And so, they're just kind of rebooting the universe and saying, here's what's going on, here's some new storylines, there's a lot of stuff going down. Uh, like, there's, the Detective Comics is Batman. Actually, let me go back through, because I brought all my comics with me. Batman is just Batman. Detective Comic Books is with, it's, well, it's the traditional, like, him being a detective, not just like, I'm Batman. And there's a storyline coming out that's, he now recruited Nightwing, Batwoman, and Clayface. And they're now the Bat Army. Because like, there's someone has drones out and is watching them. Whoa. Um, Green Lantern. The Green Lantern Corps is probably one of my favorites. Uh, Simon Boz and Jessica Cruz are two of my favorite Green Lanterns now. Cool. Why? Just because they... It's it's a lot like a buddy cop. Oh, okay. Uh, he, Summit Boz is a Middle Eastern man who grows up in a post-9-11 world. And so he's he Summit Boz? Summit Boz. Is he from Bosnia? No. Okay. He is... He accidentally stole... He, actually, he stole the truck, but then he found out it had explosives in it. Whoops. So he drove it drove it to a factory he worked at that he knew was empty. And then it blew up. And then he got locked in Guantanamo Bay because they thought he was a terrorist. And then the Green Lanterns chose him and he became a Green Lantern. <laughs> but the government still is like, um, you still might be a terrorist, so don't go far. 
jerks on the Green Lantern. There's two I'm, Green Lanterns now. I'm literally one of the policemen of the universe. Yes. Because Hal Jordan went off to fight uh, with, I think, with Sinestro and figure out what's going on. And <laughs> Jessica Cruz watched her friends and I think her one of her sisters die. And so she became, like, super scared of leaving her apartment. And she has what, a possessed ring, I think, from one of the older Green Lantern villains. I'm still relearning because all the new 52, still applicable. All the pre-52, still applicable. So if they're in a storyline before Rebirth, you still got a lot of history to catch up on. Wow. So, honestly, DC Rebirth, definitely go get it. Uh, honestly, what I would do is buy all the issue ones of stories that you may be interested in, and even the ones that you're not. Like Green Arrow, great storyline so far. Uh, it's all about people are kidnapping people People are kidnapping people, huh? Yes, in the city, and are selling them to someone. We don't know who that is. Huh. Um, Aquaman, still pretty great. Oh? They they even make a joke about him talking to fish. Really? Yeah, and he's just like, I do more than talk to fish. And it's really funny. So, I would say that DC Rebirth has done some really good things. Good. Except for one thing. Oh? I now spend a lot of money <laughs> on comic books. Uh, not a terrible amount. No, and Flash is always good. I love the Flash. Batman's always good. Good. And Aquaman, yeah. The Detective Comic Books, Batman Detective Comics, has a really cool, cool cover this week. And Wonder Woman is now God of War. So think about that for a second. Wonder Woman is the God, God of, of War. War. Yes. Got it. All right. And you have something you want to cover too, don't well, you? Well, recently I bought a new manga from the comic comic convention. Right. And it was the Kurosaki Corpse Delivery Service. Right. Now, when you when I bought it, it had a sticker on the front. Right. Parental advisory, mature content inside. Right. I was like, well, I'm an adult. I'm an adult, aren't I? Let me call my wife and find out. <laughs> well, it's actually really good. Right. Because of what it is. Right. And the story is, like, this group of kids that went to, like, a Buddhist college. I may be wrong about what type of college it was. Right. They basically formed a club to help bring dead bodies to their resting place. Right. So, the first one, they're in the fabled Japanese suicide forest. Like, you're sad you go to the forest. Uh, you... That's a great movie about Natalie Dormer. Is it? Yes. Okay. Where, the you know, people go and... Die. Die. At their own hands. And one guy, he can find the dead bodies using basically a dousing rod. Right. One girl is an embalmer, because in Japan, uh, mostly it's uh, incineration. Right. You get cremated. But she went to America and studied how to be an embalmer. Right. Which is great. Then you've got a kid that apparently it wasn't really touched much on this one in this uh, omnibus. He channels an alien through his hand puppet. We're not really sure if it's actually an alien or he's just got a split personality. Right. And one of them can let the dead speak through them. And sometimes allow the dead 
to get up and fulfill their own, you know, uh, business. Right. So they're, they form this club and they're like getting bodies together. Right. Now, the mature content. There is, I mean, it has to do with dead bodies. So. It has to do with, largely with dead bodies. So it has dead bodies in different conditions. So maybe a hanging, maybe a drowning, maybe a... Disemboweling. Was, disemboweling, actually. And at first I was like, well, I'm not sure about this. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that if it didn't have that content in it, it would not be the same story. No. And there is a little bit of, there is a little bit of nudity. Because they're dead bodies. Right. You can't embalm a closed dead body. Right. That's why I was like, okay, when I stopped, it's one of those things where you have to stop and think about it and go, okay. Life isn't CSI and NCIS where there's going to be a bright shining light right on someone's crotch. Yeah. When you're when you're doing an autopsy. And it doesn't happen. In a weird way like if it hadn't have been present in the manga it would have felt weird because it's like you wouldn't they have got the impression that they're just they weren't um in the frame. Well they they were well they weren't sexualizing the dead. Right. Never never was there a emphasis based upon the fact that they are less than clothed. Yes. It was based upon the idea of they're dead. Yeah. And it seems how they were dead and all, most of the characters, all the good guys, treated bodies with a reverence of like, hey, they're dead. Yeah. It was one of those like, even if... It's no big deal. Right. It was like, they're a dead body. They are dead. Dead. That's it. It's over. So it's really good in that sense of like... It makes you stop. It, it, it makes you. It's funny on one page, and the next page makes you stop and think about death. Right. And it, it's it's really interesting in the fact of like there's different. There's well, they start off with the delivering bodies, but then they kind of start solving crimes, solving unfinished murders. Kind of like a zombie. Right. But in sense, like there is also some graphic violence because there are murders out. And when they catch murders, the murderers threaten them with pipes, or they go out and murder someone else. One guy murdered himself. That's called suicide. Right. No, it wasn't suicide. It was very like, oh my god, I'm... He, 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 he murdered himself. Um, he was part of like this... Cult. Cult, like almost like a group Hunger Games, where it's like, they all put life insurance and named one, one group the beneficiary. And it was like a... Hunger Games style of the last 75% of the group who lived got the the insurance from the other people. That's still pretty cool. Because they were all feeling suicidal. So they signed up for this club of they wanted to die, but they didn't want to do it at their own hands. But they were all secretly also hoping to win. That way they could get the money to pay off debts, gambling. Suicide. Uh, it's, a, it's like a suicide by cop. It's like a... No, it's not a cop. Mom, They're like... like suicide it would be like, by... T- they, it would, they explained it like 10 people would get in a group and they'd all basically name this entity, this company, as a the beneficiary for their health insurance or their life insurance. And then everybody else would try to kill someone else so they would be in the last 75% who lived. Right. And if you weren't brave enough, question mark, 
to murder someone else, you would try to help somebody else murder someone else. So you got named. So in in, in delivering a, a body to its final resting place and bringing it peace, right? They uncovered that, and a guy got cornered, and he ended up murdering himself. He ended up like just maiming himself. So it's it's one of those where it can be brutal to read. It is definitely mature content, right? But I really wanted to talk about it because it was really good, and it wasn't just like. Like a, a shonen man, a manga where it's like, we're going to go fight the bad guys. And all the good guys are clearly good and the bad guys are clearly bad. And the good guys who will become bad are clearly jerks. And the bad guys who are clearly good, clearly going to be good are clearly good. Right. And it wasn't like high-flying magic. It was very much like, hey, there's a supernatural element in the fact that they can talk to dead people. The dead people can talk through them, get up and move and find dead bodies and things like that. But it was also like, it, make, it, it goes it's from... very much grounded. Yeah, it goes from sci-fi kind of to action to detective novel to it makes you stop and think about death. Hey. Which I was really surprised by this manga. I bought it for like ten bucks and was like, I'm expecting nothing more than a couple hours read, but it was really good. And I'm looking for the other omnibus editions. Nice. So that's my review. Um, it's really good. If you think you can handle a whole manga about death, really death, um, a couple murders, suicide, go for. It. If you not, don't read it. Like. Don't read it if you if that is something that uh, troubles you. Yeah. Um. If that I don't I don't want to use the word, but if that triggers you. Yes. Like, don't read it if you don't want to read something about that. Right. Because it, it it is very focused around every chapter they find a dead body. Some of them are like one of them was like an old woman who, her family couldn't afford to continue feeding her basically because they were poor themselves and she was like, look, um, I'll just basically. Go off and die. I'll wander off into the woods. Well, she got into the family's altar cabinet. Right. And just died. She, like, basically, like, willed herself to die. And her body wanted to go rest at this, uh, what's called the Dendari Field. Basically where they, people would basically put old people and go, okay, have fun. We're not going to feed you anymore. You just die here. And the body wanted to go there. But that place no longer existed, but they ended up finding a place where this guy was basically a keeper of... A d- a, it was of a dairy field inside within a city. And he's like, these people, they... I, he goes, I, I basically, I pray for them daily because they... Sacrifice w- they sacrifice themselves. And he goes, and I take care of their bodies and honor them. And it's like, wow, that was a chapter that didn't have murder. What's the next chapter about? Oh, cool, a corpse stitched together. Awesome. Because, like, an embalmer decided he didn't want to just embalm people. He wanted to create art. Yeah. So that meant, clearly it meant killing people and taking them apart and putting them back together. Well, like a puzzle. Naturally. So, it was really, it's a really interesting read. I mean, it was 10 bucks. I think you can get it on Amazon for, like, 13 yeah. used. So, do it. It's really good. Uh, I'm the edition, too. Like, I think they're actually going to deal more with the hand puppet alien thing yeah so yeah if you get a chance go read it um go, go read dc rebirth anything else uh i'll t- I'll, I'll tweet out pictures of some of the cool ones i do have a question i have an answer and i'm hoping to address this kind of next week but it's a question general for the audience to kind of think about right when does something become a parody versus fanfic versus a retelling when does something become okay to spoil that's also a good question but i was reading something about on twitter 
And it was like, it was like telling a, basically it was using a lot of language and all, but it was retelling the story of Professor Snape, right? But what did, you didn't know it was Professor Snape until the last tweet. And he's like, and then I went and taught potions. <laughs> and I took care of this girl's kid. Was taught about how he was in love with this girl. Never mentioned her name. But then she was heart friend zoned him real hard. And then this real, uh, real, what was it? Real, real creep. No, real, real nerdy guy came up and she fell in love with him. Then some there was some bad guys flexing. So he decided to join him. But then they were going to... They were going to kill her and the baby. And he was like, nah, brah, and tried to save him. It was like, it was like, it was really an interesting read because you didn't know it was Hogwarts till the, uh, Harry Potter till the end. So it, I was reading it to my wife and she's like, oh, cool. That's like fanfic. And I'm like, no, it's a retelling. It's the exact same story. Yeah. So when does something become fanfic versus a parody versus a retelling? That's a great question. I'll think about that. Yeah. Tweet us your answer. Yeah. So this is wrapping up. Yes. So where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's at President underscore Doug. Awesome sauce. Add me on the Wii U as well. Really? Yeah. Gonna do it? Do it. Do it, son. Do it. Do it now. Cool. Well, uh, for our Twitter, <laughs> you, right, it's mostly my Twitter. I run the account, I gotta be honest. Yeah. You can find us at bad underscore wolf underscore studio. I think that's the first time you've ever been able to do it without a mistake. Right. Um. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. You know, I still didn't do it right. Really? It's bad underscore wolf studio. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, you can find us there. And if you want to tweet us questions, you can use Gaming and Chill Podcast. Yes. Uh, works out really well. Tweet me, guys. Tweet me. Answer to questions. When does something become parody, fanfic, or retelling? What, uh, when does something become good to spoil? Yes. Because, I mean, we could spoil Game of Thrones right now. Oh, yeah, I could. I mean, you know, Ned Stark's dead. <gasps> <gasps> so until next time... Read more comics, read more manga, play more anime, watch more anime, and chill. There we go. Have a good one.